So we tried to record the Patreon special today, and we were using the Anchor app, as we always do. And uh, five minutes, 50 seconds, every single time we recorded, it turned Justin's voice into a robot. And we've no idea why. We, we did three recordings this morning. Then we tried to go again this afternoon. The same thing happened. As you'll hear, I've just literally put out the bits we had, just so you've got something. We're going to try and record again tomorrow morning. Um, and we're not going to use Anchor anymore. We will use them to host. Um, but there's just been so many issues with them. They're cut out. The internet's sort of chops and changes all the time so we're going to go back to the old way of recording where we uh, record our own ends and we talk via skype or whatever you very very frustrating as that was kind of the whole idea of using anchor was to make it easier one place to sort of record and publish but that's just not gonna happen now so uh yeah if you can get through it i've cut out most of the bad robotic noise there's about we don't get into anything, but I thought I'd stick it out. Otherwise, you know, what I've wasted my life. Uh, and there should be a Patreon special coming uh, tomorrow for those patrons. Um, I hope so, anyway. Back to where we were. Oh, it's just too much bother, isn't it? What's the point? What is the bloody point of it all? Thank you for being there. Thank you for listening. And um, patrons, you can have some patronage tomorrow. Cheers. I've got this new great bit about pedos. You're listening to the Pranks and Firth Patreon special because you are a patron. And over there is a Patreon. Patriot. Patriot. Well, he's a patriot of the United States of Massachusetts. Proud Americano. Where are you from in America? You're Massachusetts. Spokane. Spokane. And where's that? Uh, where well, there's what? Where's Spokane? Well, where's, where's you? Where's you? Where, where are you then? Where's Spokane? It's up near uh, Seattle, the Pacific Northwest. Mm. Heartline actually is the name of the place, I believe. Have you ever been to your homeland? I haven't been because that is an English word for trash can. Have I been? Oh, I'm going to correct you now. I haven't been. I've been to America now three times. Oh yeah. Twice. I've made that up. Las Vegas. You went to Las Vegas, didn't you? Uh, yeah. Or was it Las Vegas, more like, when I checked Ooh. my bank? Yeah. Loss. Because I yeah. lost money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, yeah, hookers aren't cheap. I went to, I went to New York. Chicago! Um, do you want me to do all the accents? Yeah, please. New York, Chicago. I went to New York. Oh, well, you speak, I'm a piece of garbage. You're a piece of fucking garbage. I went there. Mm. Then I went to, Chicago. I don't know how they talk. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then I went to uh, LA, dude. And then I went. <laughs> you liking this or not? You Is it bad Miami, or good? Yeah, yeah. I can never tell. You up? Miami or LA? No, dude, it's LA, dude. They're like, yeah. Like, oh, like, totally. You want a margarita? Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> That's like, gnarly, gnarly. I went there in 1987. Oh, you said it's a bit of a robot. I don't know what's happened there. I went to... Um, oh, no, Man. the signal has gone. So you, every time you're speaking, it's like, it does sound like a robot. I am a robot from the future. Come back that... to probe your anus. I don't think it's in a good way. <laughs> no, I don't know either. Well, probing your anus. Is there a good way you can do that? Yeah. Oh, you need to peg in, didn't you?
Yeah, but bang into it. Bang, bang into it. That's what you tell her. Um, I'm so... going to stop the record and have to start again, I think. Oh, you penis. Because you're, you've got yes, all like... Yes, it's me. Yeah, blame me. Unplug headphones and plug them back in, see what happens. That's terrible. Okay. Okay. This is good. Let me have it. Okay, bye. So, yeah, Doc Brown or Dr. Brown, whichever he was, he was really big when we started. And he was. Yeah, because I remember a little personally told to me anecdote. Yeah. That is libelous. So I'm going to stop there. Okay, don't talk about him. Talk about. Oh, the thing with these clowning people is sometimes they can do things that really. If you take the sort of clown element away, it's sick borderline yeah, sexual yeah, assault. Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I heard that about yeah. clowns. Yeah, that they can sometimes <laughs> do things and go, "Oh, I'm just a clown. I'm the sacred. I'm this sacred shamanic uh, person." Do deep clown courses. That particular one, not the sexual assault one that you were talking about, but this guy. Uh, he used to do deep clown courses, so people would go on it where he'd be like quite aggressively clowning. Mm. Very aggressive clowning. Again, I think clowning is in the same school as catering, where some reason they think the rules don't apply to them. Where you see a chef calling someone a cunt to their face and shouting in their face, and you go, "Well, that's clearly harassment in the workplace." I mean, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm not, you know, I'm not a law-abiding dude, Ash. (laughs) But they, (laughs) but yeah, but clowns the same. It's like this is bullying and all the things that you're not supposed to do but why is certain industries it's like, oh yeah those chefs are like that though like, yeah, well, no I, I don't understand it but I watched a documentary last night about Abercrombie and Fitch I mean I had no interest in it whatsoever because that were they bullies or they were uh, discriminatory? discrimination yeah it was like you had to have abs and be white basically really um, well, it started off. They kept. I didn't know the story of Abercrombie and Fitch. I didn't know about the the uh, controversies because I think it's more of an American. I've never really seen one over here. I have. I haven't gone in one. There was now, one in uh, Oxford Street. Yeah, yeah, probably. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. But I've, I've never. It's like oh, Gap. I've oh, never owned anything by Gap either. There's just certain things that miss you. I don't, didn't choose to. It just missed passed me by. I've got no idea if I've ever owned a Gap thing. I can't remember. Hmm. I think yeah. I had a Gap coat. Hmm. There you go. That's what you wanted to talk about, wasn't it? Yeah, Did your, your gap coat. You had to what gap coat? No, but so I was watching it, and at the start they kept going, "Oh, it was all very white." white. And I was sort of thinking to myself, "All right, um, okay." And then, and then a black woman came on there, like a talking head, and she goes, "Oh, you know." I just looked and I thought, "Oh, this is so white." I mean, the brands I was used to was Fubu, and I was like, "Well, that's very," uh, I would say, a black brand, or a, you know. Um, yeah, I'd say that, I think. I'm still worried now. But I was like, yeah, that, that's a, so why can't there be a brand that's more like what? And then it went on. I was like, oh, no. Because they were like employing, obviously, because they had to employ ethnic people because it's America. And they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, if you're not white and really good looking, you can like clean the windows and work in the warehouse at the back. So weird. How did they get away with it at all? Well, the, the CEO was this um, really weird gay guy he was like and he was like and there was this bit this journalist was talking to him and he was going yeah we don't sell clothes for fat chicks and he was just like all their images were just like it was like a bit noncy actually and apparently this photographer who did he was like this bit of a maplethorpe character did all their sort of like black and white photography of like 
young half naked boys like you know throwing American footballs in cornfields and stuff, and he was uh, tucking into them. And if they turned him down, they were like sacked. Wow. Yeah, so it's a very, very uh, homoerotic brat. I don't know, fuck all about them. And I don't know why I watched it. I'll tell you why I watched it, because I was on there trying to sort out the internet connection. And then when I did sort it out, that came up as the first thing. And I was thinking, oh, do you know what's that? And she was like, yeah. And then we watched it. She fell asleep. And, uh, <laughs> and I was just watching it going, this is utterly shit. But I'm so, I was sort of waiting for the, because I didn't know what it was about. I was sort of waiting for the twist. And, and I was the like, twist was just massively <laughs> racist. Yeah, racist and discriminatory against uh, ugly they, people. Because they're still going. So how does it sort of get cleaned up? I, they got rid of the CEO, I had to go, I think. I think it all came from him. Because they had these manuals and it was like, it is unacceptable to have anyone on the shop floor with like dreadlocks. So obviously that is quite... Because um... they wouldn't even allow like customers in. Like it would be, you'd be made, people would be made very uncomfortable if they were like that. Well, he see this thing. The CEO said, "Exclusivity. We are all about exclusivity." So I think that they, the, 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 they were the staff. They want them to be cool rather than helpful. So you, they sort of like not sneered, but it was more like what they were saying was because it was all like very high schooly. Lot the you know all of the images were like you know rugby team American. Well, they kept saying rugby on the thing last night. I didn't know they played rugby over there so much. But anyway, and it was like, you know, they sort of see that, oh, they're cool kids that won't even look at me wearing that. I want to wear it. And I think they were sort of, and it fucking worked, apparently. Like in the early 2000s, they were like huge, huge, massive. Mm. But well, uh, then, I'd, I imagine there was, yeah, that thing of, they, they'd set it up to be, if you're wearing these clothes, you have to be good looking. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like almost that thing. But wasn't there a similar thing with Von Dutch caps? They well, yeah, well, yeah, they were fucking everywhere. They come from nowhere, mm. and then they were everywhere. The trucker hat. I mean, oh, the there you go, turn into a robot again. That's good. No, you're kidding. Every five minutes. Full disclosure: I'm having internet issues. Actually. Yeah, what's happening? Well, they're digging up the roads around where I live. Uh, to mm. put in this super mega speed. For, I don't know. I saw some sign. But my, the weird thing is my phone has been fine when I'm actually on the internet, like on Chrome. Mm. But like our fucking Netflix is not working properly. Like the TV's not connected to it properly, but my phone seems fine. So I don't know what's going on with it. That's weird, isn't it? Really weird. Because you'd think, well, I don't know. I mean, I obviously stream in users a lot, but last night I was doing that connectivity check in settings. And it was saying that the TV is connected to the... This is what I couldn't work out. The TV was connected to the router, or router, as my ancestors would say, and the router wasn't connected to the web or the whatever. But my phone was fine. And so I was, like, I was turning off the... Uh, I turned off my mobile data, and I was like, so I don't know, but it's weird. Very strange. Very strange. But they've been digging up. Oh, let's just have a little moment. I live on a, I live on a, it's not a through road. It's one of those roads where they've blocked them off. And it's, so it's like a, they're like roads, but they're sort of like, not cul-de-sacs, but there's like a load that are connected. It's like a nice little quiet. I know what you mean. Urban little area. An estate, they call it, some places. No, it's not an estate. It, no, no, it? people who live there wouldn't. Well, I wouldn't. Well, they're rows of terraced houses that used to be through roads and they've traffic calmed them so you can't, you know, they don't go anywhere. Mm. So, so it's, that's good. 
That's a good thing because there's yeah. no road noise, right? But we have two cars. We have two car household, and we've got two permits. But they're digging up all these fucking roads, and so that the there's more people with cars and permits than spaces at the moment. It's only going one way as well, isn't it? It's just a fucking nightmare, isn't it? It's like well, I mean, I get because the, the permit is eight thirty in the morning until six thirty. And I obviously get home from gigs at like one in the morning. I've got yep. parked fucking like a quarter of a mile away sometimes. It's so annoying. You know, where I live, it's all like one way roads, isn't it? So if I can't park outside my house, I could be. Yeah, doing laps. Laps, roads away. Oh, God, it drives me mad. And especially if someone's parked. So many times people park outside my house. Is your they... permit 24 7 or is it like no, no, no permit at all. Oh. Uh, see now when I when I you visiting and that the permits are nightmare. When you live somewhere, permit is much better. I mean, it's, it's, I think it costs a hundred quid a year just over for both vehicles. But I live very, very, very close to the city centre. But Norwich is a walled city. There's not a lot of the wall left. But I am probably three hundred yards away from the wall. That's how close to the city yeah. I am. So there's one road between. There's two roads actually. There's one residential road and then a bit of a main road between me. And the actual city. So obviously, at fucking half six, every fucking cunt's coming parking here. And I live near a big venue as well. There's a big venue down the road. Like, like Justin Pank's Theatre. That's what it would be called The Justin Pank's Puppet Theatre. That's what they well, call it, wouldn't they? Well, I've got puppets now. I'm doing a puppet. The you know I told you about my new show? I've got a puppet. No. Yep, I've got a puppet. Uh, it's a marionette, a stringed. And uh, I've just got a I've got, well, it's, I say a cutout, it's just a photo of my face when I was 21. So at the certain, well, I shouldn't really be, I should sort of be keeping this a bit of a, keeping my powder dry, but I'll, I'll tell you. So three quarters of the way through my show, the lights go down and there's just a spotlight on my puppet and I interrogate it and I give it advice about the future. If I was talking to my young self. I mean, can you imagine if I did that? I feel sick. Did you actually think I was telling the truth? No, I didn't think you were telling the truth. I still feel but sick. I, that, was, that would be great, wouldn't it? it you know what? It. You know what? I what? think you'd make it funny. I'd try to. I'd just, I'd just start um, uh, molesting it or something. But the problem is, with any of that stuff, even if you're parodying it, parodying it, it is what it is. That's mm. the issue, isn't it? It's very difficult to parody something that is like that and not just make it the same thing. Well, oh yeah, no, yeah, it is. Oh yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, you can't, you can't be, you can't do it and be removed enough from it to have that that distance to parody it. Yeah, it's very difficult. But I remember when we started. Well, we started around the same time. Uh, I, I, you couldn't say it at the time because, you know, you can't be slagging off people that are better than or perceived to be better than you further up the industry. The, the people that the pangendrums had given a seal of approval. The pangendrums. You, you can't even say it. Pangendrums. Do you know what that is? Pangendrums. Do you know what a pangendrum is? What? Do you know what a pangendrum is? Pangendrum. Pangendrum. Yeah, do you know what no. that is? They still while you look it up. No. A pangen drum is a gate. I said no outside. three times. Oh, I just didn't hear you. I was just internet. Yeah, it's someone who is either a, it's like a gatekeeper or someone who thinks they can make or break you. 
Like, you know those promoters that are like, they think they're yeah. like the emperor. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's, that's a pandemic. pageant drum. It's someone with self-importance and, and thinks they're more influential than they are. So oh the pageant drums had accepted these certain yeah. people. You've just gone robotic again, so that's good news. Oh, there was a massive delay there, clearly. I'm so good at communicating normally. Keep talking. Uh, clowning, basically. And there was one, and he was like this anarchic clown. And, you know, and in Edinburgh, it was like, oh, you've got to see it. It's like this. And he'd go around and he'd improvise and he'd start sort of like fucking with people. And I hated it. I, that, to me, was no better than the fucking puppet with your own face on it. Yeah, who was it? Doc Brown. Yeah, Dr. Brown. Doc Brown, yeah. Yeah, was it called, Not... was he called that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was either Doc Brown or Doc... There was Doc yeah. Brown, the comedian, and Doc Brown... Yeah, not him. It's just a white guy, and I never yeah, even heard yeah. his voice. He had that long, curly hair. Um... You join us five hours later. Justin is on the road to find a better place for his mobile data. He's driving to the tallest mountain in all of Norwich. Yeah, which is about now... three feet. Feet. And you the know man the Basildon sign? Yeah. Here, that would be a national park. Literally. It really would, wouldn't it? It would. People would pilgrimage there and look up at it and go, oh, I couldn't make it. Do you think when like, I die, people will go to that sign? Like, oh, you know Ash Fritz from Basildon? Do you remember his T-shirt? Yeah, I used to have a T-shirt of Basildon written on the front instead of Adidas. In, in Adidas font style. Yeah. I, I wore that to well. gigs. I wore it oh, to that's gigs. That's my first... First time I ever saw you, you had like a little Gola bag, some sambas, yeah. and the Basildon Adidas. And I thought, look at this lad. Look at this cunt. He's just come back from a, a stag in Magaluf or something, and he. You look very much like someone that would uh, be all over the. <laughs> Famously, you know later on, worked in those studios. You did famously, I know, but I'm just saying, you know, them sort of, you, one of those fucking basic bell ends. Yeah. Why? How did we become friends? I, well, we didn't. I, I, I was very much like a. It, I was like a. I tell you what, I was like. I was like a mongoose that saw a red and black striped snake, and was very oh, wary and like, oh no! And then actually found out it was quite delicious. But I had to oh, nibble it. What? That's I, had to so... nib... <laughs> I know. But I had to nibble it in spite of its um, off-putting demeanour. Yeah. Well, I got rid of that shortly afterwards when I realised I could be funny. Was oh, was it did... like a, was it part of your sort of shtick, really? If you know what I mean. I think it was. Yeah, I definitely first bite with the eye. I never so... wore it for comedy, so it would have been. Yeah, I remember you've had a couple. I think you've had a fair to say. I hope you don't mind me saying this. I think you've had a couple of little mini image crises as a comedian in terms of what to wear. Oh, I still do now, massively. I remember you was the, you tried the suit for a while, didn't you? I start. I start with the t-shirt, and then uh, someone said to me about dressing smart. Mm. So I thought, okay, well, I wear a suit, and so I wore a suit for about two years, probably. Mm. Not just any suit; it was a tux. I wore basically a tux with Converse. With Converse, because I hate fucking smart shoes so much. Yeah, no, no, you can't wear the dress shoes. I get that. But uh, it's funny because you think of the... I find it strange, like, the persona of... Because you sort of think, oh, does the persona match? But think of Kevin Bridges. Is there a bigger uh, discrepancy between the image than Kevin Bridges? Who's great. Well... He doesn't wear a tie or anything, does he? So he's wearing... He's smartly dressed. He's at least... I always think he's like he's at a wedding. 
Yeah, yeah, but he just doesn't seem the sort of person that would ever have worn no. a suit if someone hadn't told him to. Is that fair to say? Yeah, do you reckon that is exactly yeah. what happened with him? Yeah, of course it is. But he just seems like some other... Like I imagine him in a tracksuit, which is a suit, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's not a suit, is it? Well, what is it then? The track what? Track top and bottoms. Track matching track and bottoms. I've started calling hoodies hooded cardigans. I don't know if I've told you that before. <laughs> and I, just, I don't know why, but I just always say, have you seen my hooded cardigan? And because I just say it all the time, it's. I think the well, garment I, has changed in my mind. The garm. You know, here's the thing. Um, I'm about to go into transit as well now. So you'll have double the transit noise, listener. Um, here's the thing that I used to... Um, Hold on, let's make sure this don't happen. I used to... I had this really terrible, long cardigan. Right. right. But I loved it. It was one of those ones that was like... Just grey and probably threadbare at the elbows and all that stuff. You know, it was just... But I wore it like an old... No, and... no, I'd say like... I'd say like a journalist. I think... There's a that's very much a dude's look that long cardigan like a John Ronson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cardigan, it was, oh, it was you've absolutely nailed it. It yeah. was a John Ronson cardigan. And did the sleeve come just near to your knuckles, just over your hand? Oh, five minutes fifteen. We've got the robot back again. So that's you're really fucking good. joking. I'm not joking. All right, we're guys. We're right. This is the last time we use anchor. Anchor's dead to us now, isn't it? Yeah, no, no. Because I'm not even at home. This can't be me. No, it must just be anchor. Oh, my boots open. That's a good noise. 